That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Bring us in, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. What's so funny? Nicole's I didn't re- know we were doing the intro right now. Oh, of course we are. Nicole is just reading through some weirder normal stuff to go along with our guest today, Josh Martinez, Big Brother 19. Yes. Big Brother 19. They all winner. Get, yeah, Big Champ- Brother 19 winner. Champion. Oh, uh, yeah. Mr. Martinez, he's also on the challenge right now, the challenge 35. And he was on, uh, was it right the challenge right before that as well, right? I don't know. We'll ask him. He's been on a couple of them. <laughs> uh, very lively fellow. Uh, he, he was uh, known for doing the pots and pans and going crazy in the Big Brother house. And he's also of Latino descent, so maybe we'll talk some Spanish, get him to do a little uh, Spanish word of the day with Nicole. Great. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, well, <laughs> we hope you guys enjoy. What up, Josh? Hola, what's up, homie? <laughs> did you forget about our podcast today? Okay, I didn't forget. I did not forget, but I thought it was going to be like after three, and then I was looking at the email right now because I got home from a run, and I was like, oh, you freaking dummy. <laughs> so you run, do you? How, how far did you run? I see on your stories I, you run like six to eight miles. What's wrong you with you? You run 68 miles? <laughs> no. no, I try, dude, so I try to run at least like, so like three, four times a week, but I try to aim for like f- between five and eight miles. That's a long, um, that's a long ways. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten used to, it's a jog. It's not like a sprint, Nick. I'll die, <laughs> especially with, with the Miami weather. But no, it's like, like a good, like a good jog. And I've always been, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've always been a big guy, but I've always like done cardio and all of that because of baseball. So oh. like I, running is like therapy, especially now with quarantine. For sure. What are your, what are your mile splits when you run? I don't even know, honestly. Oh, I wouldn't man. know either. I wouldn't tell I just, anybody either. I'd just be like, it's none yeah. of your business. I'm running. So. No, I go, I go for distance, but I try to keep it like, I've been doing like six six miles and a half, like around an hour, under an hour. Okay. So it's like, yeah. I'm That's trying really to push good. myself. I'm trying to get better, but uh, right now it's it's good, dude. That, I haven't been to the gym in like two months, so yeah, no, I'm no, not kidding. mad at it. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, anybody that's listening, you should definitely, if, you, if you're going to run, this is what I tell people, if you're going to run, try to run yeah. at least, at minimum, 15 minutes 
or three miles, yeah. right? The ideal would yeah. be three miles, but at least over 15 minutes. So you start burning uh, at least some calories, get your heart working. When I did run it in the gym, I'll be honest, I ran 10 minutes. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I ran 10 <laughs> minutes. That, like, it was the longest 10 minutes of my life. And then Victor's like, you have to run at least like 15 to 30 minutes for it to mean anything. Yeah. I'm like, I'm well, pissed. Okay. Well, I, 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 I keep up with you guys on social all the time. So I see you working, Nick. I see you guys doing the bike rides and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I can and do Victor's, some bike rides. Victor's a freaking athlete. so Yeah, he is. We played soccer yesterday and my leg is so sore I can't even walk because I was like yeah. kicking the ball and it's like I don't even know how to play soccer. I'm sore from just kicking the ball, not even running. I'm surprised she didn't jam her toe. He's toe punching the ball and everything. Oh, God. Uh, Wait, so are we, recording, are we recording already? Yeah, yeah, we are recording. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I wanted to catch up. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in so it's been so long. Yeah, it does. It does feel like it. It does feel like it. So uh, people, it's been, yeah, it's people, been a while. People that are listening, Josh, Josh, yeah. Nicole, and I, we we've been friends ever since uh, he got off a of Big Brother, uh, yeah. and he was there when we got engaged, and he hung out with us yeah. then, and. And uh, and us with Paul, like the four of us, we mm-hmm. you know yeah. we get together. It's it's definitely a good time. Josh is it's, someone. It's honestly the best time. You feel like you've known like your whole life when you meet Josh, or like when you see Josh. It's not like awkward. It's not weird. I mean, I the first time I met you, it was just like we're, we're instant friends. Natural. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's the crazy thing. So I feel like obviously we like everybody knows that I'm a huge fan of Big Brother. But I feel like that's what's weird about, not weird about the experience, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That like it's an instant bond and like an instant friendship because like I felt like I've known you guys for years when I met you guys. Like we mm-hmm. didn't even have to get through that like awkward like get to know each other friend phase. It's like we all know each other, there's love. Mm-hmm. And I think that one thing that I've always appreciated from both of you and I, I mean, it, which means the world to me is you guys have been nothing but supportive and kind in everything that I do. And I, that means so much to me. So that's why I, I'll always have love for you guys, even if we go months without talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's like picking up where yeah. we left off. And I will say yeah. to, to, to what you're saying, you are yeah. one of the few people. And I, and I think I can only count maybe like a few on my hand that yeah. I, I do feel that connection with. Cause not yeah, everybody from not, big brother. And, do jo- I, and Josh oh, might have no, that connection sure. from everyone with big brother, but me, it's like yeah. three to four people. <laughs> yeah. Well, Josh, well, you're no, one of I, them. You lucky, lucky. I, well, that makes me feel that, that just made my whole day. <laughs> <laughs> no that listen i try to be as kind and supportive to people because like when i got when i got off of big brother it was as a fan of the show not having alum support was like a shot at like it was so hard to like see so many alum not show that support and i was ex- not expecting it but i was like okay i'm gonna get out and like you know have right. some support and you guys were the very few that, like, right off the bat, you guys met my family. Mm-hmm. And, like, those little moments just, like, for me, mean everything. So I've always, like, for me, within the Big Brother family, you guys are definitely, like, I'm extremely close and I have so much love. So, yeah, I'm nice. I, I, I try to be nice and supportive towards people, but for sure. I got my few also. I got my select few. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Josh, let's pretend like we don't know you. And there's some parts okay. of us, uh, okay. there's some parts of you that we don't know. Um, yeah. So what was going on in your life before Big Brother even came into the into the picture? Like what, what was normal life for you? Yeah. So I, dude, I was a broke college kid. I was just <laughs> literally a, a college kid. I was my senior year of college. I was going through so much stress because I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Like, uh, yes. I, yeah, I got into college. 
I thought I wanted to play baseball my whole life. That didn't work out. Um, and I had like two internships, a marketing position. And then I was working at a business firm, like just like working front desk. And I was miserable. I hated I, I hated it. I was like, this is not meant for me. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's what my drive was for like applying to Big Brother. I was always a fan. And one day my mom, what's crazy is that we were watching your guys' season. And, <laughs> and which is even to, it's like, it's just crazy how life works out. Mm-hmm. But we were literally watching your season. And my mom's like, I think you should just go for it. Like, and, and it was weird because I never seen a Latino like myself and I related or like somebody like <laughs> out of the box and I related for real. And I, I think I told you this, Vic, yeah. but I related so much to Victor and Paul and I was like, wow, they're different. Victor's Hispanic like me. Like, okay, I feel like I can be a fit for their show. Like they're casting people that I relate to. Um, that's awesome. And that's, that's cool. What, that's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not sure that I've, I probably told you guys this drunk, but that's what did it for me. <laughs> watching yeah watching you guys that summer and i was just in a position where i was like unhappy i was like this cannot be my life at 22 years old i'm not gonna work for somebody else and yeah so it was it's it's worked out for me which i'm extremely grateful but it was rough in the beginning dude did you go to a casting call i sent in a so i so i tried out three times i tried out for your guys this season um i tried out for season 17 it was 17 18 and then i finally got on 19 and you were and how, for old, 19, how old you were so how old were you when you were on 19 i was tw- i had just turned 23 yeah, yeah so you were young so you started right when you were 21 trying to get on yep okay. yep seven season 17 yeah i was mm-hmm. 21 um, so for 19 i just sent in a casting tape like two minutes and i didn't even think i was gonna get it so i was so unmotivated like if you see my casting tape it has you can't even my personality had nothing like you couldn't even see my personality um but i was just like this is it like i was at Mm -hmm. a point in my life where i was like i need change i need experience i need something different and i know that a lot of people that graduate college go through that phase because i have my little cousins that are absolutely i went through that too and i had no idea i mean i was working at enterprise car rental hating my life so i I know exactly what you're talking about and I just yeah. graduated nursing school and I needed a break. I was like, <laughs> I just studied yeah. my butt off for four years. Like, I need to experience something else, something fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why I did it. But I did not know that getting off the Big Brother in my life, I was like, all right, I can go back and, like, probably work that job, can start my own business. I did not know that, like, our lives would completely yeah. change. Like, yep. we would never go back to that normal life. And I'm grateful for that. I'm extremely grateful for that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah it, it, it's really bizarre how it how it turns things upside down. What was going through your yeah. mind when, when you first went into the house after watching this show, right, where you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe... Like, this is happening. Like, it's real. I am so happy that production, the first few days, did not... So we know how we filmed that first week, and it's like the first episodes, and that doesn't air. I'm so happy that didn't air, because I wanted to quit. (laughs) Uh, Guys, I wanted to quit. And for nine days, I was like, I want to, I want to quit. I want to quit. I want to leave. Cause I was, my oh, anxiety. I, remember. I saw yeah. you. Yeah. I saw you. I hosted the competition. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Nicole walked in. <laughs> I, and was the co- I was a mid like panic attack. Like meltdown. <laughs> and it's just like all the, I remember running up to Nicole. Do you remember this thing? Yes. I was like, I hate all of them. And she's like, just calm down and lay low. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> she's like, just chill out. <laughs> and then he went for the golden egg. I'm like, Chuck. 
Oh my god! Hey, it yeah, worked out. Apple. Oh, golden it apple. Worked yeah, it worked out. But oh my god! And it was really cool it, to it, see Paul too when yeah. I got to come back in. So I did care packages for some nurses, and something that I put in was native deodorant. I'll be honest. <laughs> I love it so much, and I think everyone needs to try it. Absolutely. It's, like, all natural. It has no – what does it not have, Victor? It has, like, no aluminum, parabens, talc. It's vegan, and it's never tested on animals. It works really, really well. Um, I didn't, like, smell myself at all. <laughs> so the, the kind that I use is, like, the coconut vanilla and – cucumber and mint are my two favorite and, I think and they those- have yeah they have over 10 cents uh with, which they have the classics and the rotating seasonals so you're guaranteed to find one you love uh, the classic sense is like what nicole was talking about coconut and vanilla which is the most popular mm-hmm. they have lavender and rose cucumber and mint and eucalyptus and mint and it's no risk to try there's free shipping on every order native offers 30 day free returns and exchanges in the usa and also when i went to go look on you know there's male nurses obviously too there's like male scents it was cool. I got yeah. you some, Vic. Yeah, I got you some like different ones. And what I didn't know, which is awesome, they also have toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something that I definitely have to try because I haven't tried that yet. So yeah. And you it- can check out the over 9,000 five-star reviews from the happy customers who made the switch to Native. And for 20% off your purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code COCO, C-O-C-O, during checkout. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code COCO during checkout. So you were in the diary room telling people, telling them you wanted to go home or the house guests? Oh, no, the diary room, the house guests, everyone kind of knew. So I think, I think so. I, I, it's so. It's hilarious thinking about it now. But at the time, it felt so heavy, and it yeah. felt, and I, I never really experienced like bad panic attacks like that. And oh, I you were was having, having panic attacks, pa- liter- literal panic oh attacks. Oh my from, god, that's from the day worst. One. Yeah, and I think it was like obviously being sleep deprived, the anxiety of finally getting on the show, and the excitement. It was like a lot of emotions, mm-hmm. and I was going through a really like personally, I was going through a really hard time yeah. that I really didn't talk about it on the show. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, I, I don't mind talking about it with you guys because you're like family to me, but yeah. my grandfather, yeah, my grandfather had just been diagnosed with um cancer and oh. he was, so they gave him like six months. So I had, was going in with that. Mm-hmm. Um, financially, my family was in a bad position because my dad was, my dad had to go away for a bit. So we were struggling and I had, I had like the world, like I literally felt like this need to have to win for my family so i had all that pressure on top of walking into a game that like yeah you know it's like the biggest social experiment to make you like go crazy yeah yeah Yeah. so it was a lot i remember allison growing ahead and like walking to the dr and was like buddy you can't quit because we just had another contestant quit so you're gonna the only way you're leaving is being evicted and i was like fuck (laughs) 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 and i'm i'm so happy she had like an hour conversation with me because if not i wouldn't have you know made it to the end so what kind of like flipped for you that made you because i mean you were thriving in the show when we started watching you know like say a couple weeks in you were just like goofy you're having fun you're yourself like what what did that for you i think um i think what clicked was just like for sure it it takes i'm the type of person where it takes me a while to adapt to my Mm -hmm. surroundings Mm -hmm. and then once i adapt i can hang so i think that i needed those first few weeks to kind of just get in the groove and you know check myself and be like you know how many people would i died to get on the show for so many years 
And I was such a fan, and now I'm going to completely ruin it because I can't control my emotions. So I had to really like put into perspective what a blessing was to be on the show and then i just snapped out of it you and know then, and then you felt like when you woke up in the morning you felt like good right you weren't still having, oh yeah like, i started okay. yeah oh yeah i i started like just realizing what a blessing like i woke up every single day in that house when the music would go off and just hearing good morning house guests like extremely grateful after like week two or three um, oh good i'm I, glad because that that would just be yeah. a struggle to like yeah keep going through it couldn't, yeah no, no, no. It switched for me. It, it switched for me. Like, after a few weeks, it, it definitely turned around for me. And then now it's like, I miss it. I wish I didn't. I wasn't in that huge funk. I think it would have been um, you can't a, really, a lot lighter. Yeah. And yeah. it's hard when you get in those funks. It's hard. Like, you, you have no control kind of when they come. They just come. So I'm glad yeah. that you're able to get out of that and you're able to see. And then look at you hung in there and you freaking won the whole show. I know. <laughs> I know. I got I, I got lucky. It worked out. Wow. Well, how far into it did you start thinking, like, this is a possibility for me to win, right? Like, the, the 500K is, like, within grasp. Yeah. I think – so I – but I never – I never doubted myself. I don't. In, in, I had a gut feeling. I swear to you, I don't know what it was. I had this gut feeling that I was always going to win, and mm-hmm. like I didn't know how I was going to win. I just knew that I was going to do whatever I had to do to win. And I just, I, I couldn't get rid of that feeling. Like it was just always it's so like heavy, like in my heart. Like I had that feeling, and I think where it really clicked for me that I can. You know, I had the feeling, but I didn't really think that it would happen, you know? Like, even when I won and you saw my reaction, I still couldn't even believe that it happened. (laughs) Um, But I think that it clicked, like, top five. I was like, Mm -hmm. all right. I think, because I kind of saw where it was going with Paul. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, I think I got a shot at this, you know? Yeah, and so I remember. Top five. I remember Nicole and I. We were in the audience when they were when mm-hmm. when the when they were doing the questionings, uh, you know, with the jury mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was like, "Man, I I, I don't know. This thing can go either yeah. way." You right. know, people thought it was clear cut, and I was like, "I don't know." After hearing that back and forth uh, with the questions, I don't know how this is going to play out. And then lo yeah. and behold, they pull your key last out of there, and it's like, Paul should, oh, I, yeah, it, it was just it was it was weird to watch because. Paul was wearing the same shirt as when I like <laughs> beat him five I'll, to four. I was just like, I was sitting next to his mom. I'm like, oh my god, like what's yeah, going on? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I listen. I, I felt for him, and I was next to him because I met. We have we all three of us have a really good friendship with him, and I love the kid. He's one of mm-hmm. honestly like one of my really good friends. Yeah, still. Oh, for sure. And and you know, I felt for him, but also like. Back to he won 100k, and I think that if they ever did all stars, he'll be back 100%. So, yeah. I mean, he did his thing, so I he, he's all right, he's yeah. doing good, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah and, absolutely. Um, and okay, so when you did the pots and pans thing, I'm just curious yeah. like, were you just <laughs> like, what was going through your mind? Did you plan on doing a pots and pans uh no. dance before you got in? No, <laughs> you know what's crazy, Nick? I don't, I didn't even realize when I was in the house the impact that that made. I think, like, <laughs> I swear, like, even the whole meatball thing, but when I got out and the amount of pots and pans I signed, like, in meeting groups, I was like, what? Like, dude, I'm really known for pots and pans and calling people meatballs. It's like a stigma I can't get rid of now. <laughs> but I didn't, it just, like, I think, like, Jason, the cowboy, was doing, he was, like, a circus, he did, like, uh, rodeo stuff, and he yeah. did the song one day, 
And then in Miami, it's kind of like a thing. Like, you go to Marlins games, and everybody's banging pots and pans and shit like that. So it just, like, happened out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, that's bizarre. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> and so how, how was it for you? So so you win the show, you're out, and, and now you're back. Yeah. Kind of, and, and it's not, re- I mean, it, it doesn't feel like it's actual reality, but you're out in the world yeah. and all, you're getting all this attention. How are you, how do you do adjusting back into the real world after coming from this social experiment? Oh, it was so hard. It was so hard. And I feel, sometimes I feel bad that I didn't share that on social media. Like, because I get a lot of messages like, oh, you live such a great life and all like that, all that stuff. And when I get messages like that, I proudly DM, you know, fans or supporters. I don't even like the word fans. And I DM them and I'm like, listen, social media is like a highlight reel of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't share everything because mm-hmm. I don't want people to use my personal struggles against me because that would mess me up even more. Right. Like if, you know, they feel like they know you, but the reality is you really don't understand everybody's full story until you get to really meet like connect Mm -hmm. with somebody Mm -hmm. so it was really hard i felt very misunderstood and even though like if i'm being honest i had just won all this money i got a lot of attention on the show i got i was great i was blessed enough to have a lot of appearances set up but i was so unhappy like i was so because i felt like the public even though i got a lot of support and love the negativity felt so loud Mm -hmm. that it was i would it would break me down and I felt really bad. My family had to deal with that and have, you know, they would pick me up from places and I would just have a complete meltdown in the car or like literally like have panic attacks over like going on Twitter and reading shit. And I, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. I'm grateful for that because still doing TV now, I feel like big brother like gave me tough skin. Um, yeah, but you have a very kind, genuine heart, so I can definitely see how thanks, that Nick. could get to you because it, it gets to me yeah. as well. Even if it's oh, a, yeah. 100 nice comments and two really mean comments, I'll be dwelling on the two mean comments. And I try yeah. not to give that attention because I don't want to like fuel the trolls. But it's human nature. Yeah, but it's, you it, know? yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird uh, the, thing. It's a weird... Nobody understands what you're going mm-hmm. through. Like, you know, your friends and your family. And then it felt like I had no escape from Big Brother. So it's like, if I went to a friend, like a family gathering, that's all they were talking about. If I went to a friend's house, that's all they were talking about. And I get it. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. But I felt completely like there was, like, I couldn't get a spa- a minute to breathe. Like, so even oh, though it was yeah. so awesome, it was so awesome. It was very overwhelming. And I don't think a lot of us talk about that decompressing phase that yeah. is really hard when you get yeah. off of the show. Like. The first few months is difficult. It's the hardest thing. And especially you doing, like, appearances. I didn't do those, but, like, that would just keep – that would make it more difficult. I just, like, went home and kind of, like, you know, laid low. But Victor did kind of what you did, too. He did all these appearances with Paul and went out. And it probably is just, like, draining and so – Like, people pulling you in all directions, literally, like, tugging on your shirt (laughs) Yeah, I don't regret it. I love it because I was able to travel and do. I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I lived the full Big Brother experience. Like Mm -hmm. I got everything out of it that I wanted, and I and I mean, you make good money with those things. But I felt like I was four months in. I remember it was like January, and I called Paul. I was like, bro, I'm done. I never want to do TV again. And I was burnt out. And it just felt because I was like a character. Oh, bang the pots and pans. Oh, take a picture. (laughs) Do this video. Do this. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, Mm -hmm. whoa. (laughs) You know, like, Mm -hmm. 
And and what's crazy is uh, everybody, you know, everybody that meets you that doesn't know you, you know, yeah. they want to talk about Big Brother to us and stuff. But the only yeah. person that I, I ever really feel comfortable talking about Big Brother to is maybe Nicole or especially Paul, yeah. right? Because me yeah. and him had that experience together in the house and yeah. after. And it's like they're the only ones that really understand how you yep. felt in that moment and the experience that you guys shared. And it's like everybody else is like you got to tell this story because they weren't yep. there. You know, exactly. And, like 100%. And so I don't know, there, there's something about that where it's like, yeah, you know, it's cool that people want to know, you know, what it was like and, and all about it. But uh, uh, the other token, it's like I've already had this conversation with a bunch of strangers. And, <laughs> no, I like, try and, yeah. to remember like, OK, this person didn't ask me the question a zillion <laughs> yeah. times. Like, <laughs> and don't, don't get me wrong, because I don't want to sound like I'm extremely grateful and oh, I love sure. all, all the fans. Yeah. But it's definitely an adjustment. That period, those la- those first few months when you get off of the show, it's mm-hmm. a lot to get used to, and it's a lot that you're thrown at, and like nobody in your real life kind of gets it. But that's why I feel like we all build a strong connection and a good friendship because we're the only ones that truly understand what it is to get off, be on the show, and then get off and deal with the afterlife. You know, yeah. the aftermath. Yeah, it's a very big buildup, and then it's a very fast drop down Mm -hmm. so that's also something that gets contestants or house guests or anybody on any reality show maybe if it's not continuous is the next year you're old news and it's hard getting it's hard getting used to that and people moving into your house and becoming a favorite and taking your person like they're the new josh or the new nicole and it's just like what the heck i'm i'm chopped liver now so i i completely i i I think I felt that really heavy right after, like, obviously, I, we don't know that. So it's like, right. when B, when 20 came out and I was like, all right, we, you know, 19 is kind of all news and all this stuff. And it's like, it was weird, but mm-hmm. also I was kind of like, I kind of like this. Like, I'm like, oh, that's right? good, yeah. Like, yeah, like, because the, the fans, it's like, they're so hooked for a few months and then they move on quick. Mm-hmm. And I... It's like now it's like, all okay, you were part of Big Brother, but people kind of forget about your gameplay and things like that and just like, appreciate you for being on the show instead of like attacking you for things yeah. you did on day 59 you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, gives you, it gives you a nice break yeah. too from those yeah. people yeah. for sure for yeah. sure so you not like you calling paul or talking to paul or whatever and saying that you don't want to do reality tv ever again so how do you end yeah. up on mtv the challenge yeah so you guys were my you know that you guys <laughs> i don't know if i told you this you guys were one of my it was probably my family and then you and Victor that I called. Yeah. When I got, you guys remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. We so, were laying in bed and, and, uh, and yeah, we were, we were like we closing up the night. We talked for over an hour, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And, and I, I actually advised you against going. <laughs> yeah, you were like, don't do it. Victor, Victor was like, don't do it. Don't go on. You were, so, you were, you were super supportive, but you gave me the reality yeah. of the show. And I, I'm, I'm still very happy that you kept it so real with me because... If I didn't have the advice that you gave me before going on, I would have been blinded to what I was walking into, you know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, and, and so, <laughs> I'm happy that you went, right? And and it's and yeah. now it's being like a career. a career path essentially for you right yeah. now. Um, but what was that yeah. process like? So even before they talk, you talked to us, let's pretend like we were never in the picture, right? Lo? Okay. So they call you and like kind of what, you know, what are you thinking? Okay, so I, so when we, so I had a, not a relationship, but I had been reached out from MTV as soon as I got off of our season from Big Brother. Mm. So me and Jessica from my season got called 
And obviously we were under contract, so we couldn't do it. And they kept calling me for shows, but um, they're like, listen, you're under a one-year contract, so when your time's up, if you're still interested, then they call me a year later, and they're like, do you still want to do the show? And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds fun. Obviously, with you negotiate, you do the whole freaking yeah, yep. um, ordeal, but... I thought that for me, I was like, okay, I never saw myself getting off of Big Brother and doing anything with reality TV again. I thought I was going to be one and done and just like, not even one and done, but I thought I was really going to go back to my normal life. But I felt like um, if I didn't take the opportunity and I was getting advice from, I mean, I reached out to you guys, which are close friends, and you went on the show. I reached out to, I was all the time, I was talking to Paul about it probably every single day. Mm-hmm. And then my family, and my family was also against it, but I was like, you know, I'm 24. I was 24 at the time. It's like, I'm 24. I have this opportunity, and I don't know what it could turn into for me. And you know what? Like, screw it. I'm going to run with it and see what could happen. Absolutely. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful I, I did because even though it's really hard and we know that reality TV is very toxic, yeah. um, <laughs> extremely, especially the talent, it's extremely toxic, but it's also, I outweigh um, the good and the bad. And I feel like there's a lot of positives besides the whole making money and, and it turning into career. I think like I've been able to travel a lot and, and I've gained a lot of growth from the experience. So I'm grateful. I'm really happy that I did say yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, that's, I mean, I'm happy that's for that you. That's all that matters yeah. at yeah. the end of the day. And you rolled the dice and you went for it. And, and now it's something that you're constantly doing. So how, how did you yeah. prepare yourself mentally and physically for, for even just the first one? Yeah. Um, so I was training, dude, I was training like an animal. I think that, you know, and I mean, I remember you telling me that just like run, just do a lot of like, I was doing CrossFit hit training. I've trained probably like six times a week, even like for my first season, even like two times a day. Like I really, I just really, really wanted to do well, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I put a lot of pressure on myself, like being a Big Brother winner to do well, that I think that's why I had a really rough first season because I had, I was so in my head with everything that I couldn't even allow myself to perform the best that I could. Yeah. Um, But... I think that, you know, I just trained really hard. I, I've gotten um, more disciplined in, like, with my workouts and all this stuff. My diet sucks. I need to eat two up, Victor. I need to hit up Victor for a diet. But I, I do train like, like a beast. So I think that just being in the gym and just mentally realizing that I feel like with the challenge, I feel like I'm going to war. Like, it's a whole different experience from Big Brother. Like, when we're going to go film, I feel like it's war and it's just, like, me against everyone and I'm just there to win, you know? So it's, it's hard. So how, how many, how many seasons have you been on of that? How many? Yeah. I've, I've done three seasons. So this is the one that's airing right now. Um, this is my third one. Okay. That's awesome. Does it get yeah. easier each yeah. time or is it still always just as tough? Oh, I think it does get easier because I feel like when, you know, like with big brother, our first one, I mean, you would know Nick cause you played twice, but I think that the, when you don't know what you're walking into, mm-hmm. that's really scary. And I think now I know what I'm getting myself into. I know the personalities that are, I know the people that are going to be there. And um, I build good friendships to where like I, it's, I'm walking in already with some numbers on my side instead of like walking blinded. Like Big Brother, you have no one. We don't know who's going in. So it, it definitely gets easier, at least for me. It has. Yeah, because it's like people that are coming back. So it could be your friends yeah. coming back every single time. It's never like a new cast. Yeah. So yeah, that is yeah. super different. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. And so for you, for you now, like 
That yeah. is that, is that what you that's your career now, right? Do you plan on doing that like is it guaranteed for you to always go back or how do you picture out your future, right? How do you plan out that path for yourself? Are you like, oh, I'm most likely going to go back, so I'm going to stand by, just train and be ready? Or you're like, yeah. uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen next. Yeah. That's a really good question because I had this conversation with my parents <laughs> like, like three days ago. Um, I, yeah, I think that, dude, so I'm 26 now and I think that right now, like MT, I, ha- I have built something good with MTV. Mm-hmm. And I do have a good relationship with like the producers and you know, I am getting called back. I, I've been called back for the next season and things like that. So I think it's turned into something good where I'm going to be doing it for a while, but I'm going to be honest, right? I don't see myself in my thirties still doing reality TV. So I think I'm going to ride the wave and try to win as many as I can train what we call the off season. Like right now it's off season, just train as hard as I can and try to win a few and then walk away from reality TV and just start a family. Kind of like yeah. what you guys are doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cause, yeah, absolutely. Because that's that's where I'm at now. Even if they called me to ever do anything again, I'm I'm stuck into my state police stuff. I'm doing that, and I'm happy, yeah. and I want to have a family. Yeah, because that's oh, what yeah. I always thought about. That it's like you know insurance and benefits, and you know, yeah. <laughs> at least you have you know your 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 big brother that can necessarily technically be considered like a retirement. You know, put that yeah. aside yeah. and any other winnings that you have. So you're lucky in that respect. But there's other people that just have whatever money they had come in from that and then if they yeah. burn through that they have to go you know back again to to do the next one so it's definitely a touchy oh, yeah. you know how to plan out your life type of deal mm-hmm. oh yeah and i think that that's the one thing that like a lot of them get caught up in the show and the fame and the money and all that stuff and yeah all that is great but i dude I, i'm a first generation like i've been through struggles i've seen my family literally have nothing and work for everything in life so I'm very grateful for that upbringing and, and going through mm-hmm. the financial struggles that I went through because now I am, and I'm not stingy. I, I love to enjoy myself and things like that, but I'm very smart with my money and everything I make, it's save and invest. And then like what I make off of, so I still do the e-commerce stuff, like mm-hmm. whatever I make off of that, that's what I, that's my spending money. Gotcha. But like from these shows, yeah, from these shows, it's like, I want to, make as much money as I can and just invest it so that I'm set and also so I can continue to like help my family in anything that I can. So it's like invest in properties, invest in stocks and save up all this cash that I make from the shows and then hopefully retire yeah. early. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Josh, I want you to be a part of our Spanish word of the day today. Okay. Okay. So what I normally do is I, I pick like a Spanish this. word and yeah. we, we tell it to it. Nicole and Nicole has to guess it. All right. I know. Oh. Okay. So today you're going to pick the Spanish word, just any word. It could be from what we were talking about. Ideally, it's from something that we talked about on the show or some topic or related to some topic. That way she kind of has a, an idea maybe, even though she Ooh. like nine times out of ten, she doesn't get it anyway. So <laughs> you can Whatever. <laughs> I get it like uh, oh 70%. Oh my God, this is hard. You guys are putting me on the spot. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't. I can't think of a word right now. Okay. Okay. I got uh, one. I got one. I got one. Help me out here, Vic. Okay. The Spanish word of the day is albondiga. What? Albondiga. Albondiga. That's a good one. Yeah. Albondiga. 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 
<laughs> Honestly, Victor, that's a really hard one. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm Hispanic and I'm Cuban and I can't even come up with that. I don't even know how you got it with that. <laughs> wow. It, it relates directly to it's, Josh. It, the challenge? It's re- it no, Big Brother. Big Brother. Champion? No. No. Pots and pans? Close. <laughs> the close? You're getting hot. You're getting hot. Um, what's well, if it's not pots and pans? What's clothes? Tell her, Josh. What did pots I, what, and pans? Meatballs. Oh, meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> that one was Dang really it. good. Okay, Vic, that was really good. I like that one. I should have known meatballs. I was like, it. I bondiga. How is she gonna get that? I was like, yeah. oh, I, I, I had to take a second and think about it. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, and now this other thing that we do, and this one, this yeah. one's a lot of fun. So we do a segment yeah. called Weird or Normal, right? Weird. Okay. Or normal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so Nicole's gonna, like yeah, she's gonna go and pick a topic out of our, or pick one of these out of what our listeners tell us uh, is something that can be weird or normal. For example, one of the first ones we ever did on the show was leaving butter out of the refrigerator. Right? Okay. Is that weird or normal? And I thought it was weird. Nicole thought it was normal. We had a whole discussion about it. Uh, okay. So Nicole, what okay. do you got? Well, this one is from a listener, and flushing Q-tip, their Q-tips down the toilet. What? <laughs> normal. <laughs> normal? That's, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> Wait, it, I feel like it's kind of nasty to leave it in the freaking <laughs> bin, like in the trash. Really? Oh, Where my God. You? This is a good one, Josh. You really do? Yeah. Oh, I, I swear, know. I flush them. I, I clean my ears every morning, and I flush them down the toilet. It's no like a habit. Way. I am so happy you picked this one. Me because too, because I was thinking this is one. like, I'm if, like if Josh, <laughs> If Josh stayed at our house and I saw him throw a Q-tip <laughs> in the toilet, I'd be like, what are you doing to our septic? <laughs> it's going to get clogged in the pipes. <laughs> Oh, that's 100. Listen, I that's true. And it, it has happened. But I don't know. I don't know. I just, I literally, I can't, I can't throw it in. I don't know. It's weird. Oh my gosh. That was a really good one. I'm not going to lie though. Seeing a Q-tip with a bunch of earwax on top of the wastebasket, yeah. like at the top, that does look kind of nasty. Ugh. But I still throw it in there, right? Like it's not, I, I would never think about throwing plastic never, into the toilet. No, it's not plastic. It's the, paper. The middle part, the no. middle part is plastic. No. A lot of paper what it's, kind of it's paper, unless you buy so, yeah. unless you buy the really really cheap ones i think it's plastic really yeah, yeah we yeah, buy yeah. a q-tip brand and it is paper Victor. it's paper yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it it's like paper. thick hard it paper. paper right it's yeah like thick i mean it's, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. weird to think about foot and they go down smoothly and everything he, well he says it's clogged before <laughs> do they flow <laughs> okay. or do they sink okay now i feel weird so <laughs> i just i just I, i've been doing it all wrong this whole time oh that's awesome i'm so happy you do that because i don't know anybody who does that what? I'm normally I the weird one. A thing. I'm normally the weird one, so I'm really glad it's Josh today. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Well, Josh, oh when are God. we going to see you again? I feel like it's been been forever. You because you still you're still living in Miami, right? I'm still in Miami, and that's what I was going to say. You guys have to, as soon as this whole quarantine thing is over, please come visit. Yeah, like, or, or either that, or we can coordinate between uh, Paul and us and you, and, and, and we can meet a, in, in a place for like a little yeah, getaway all together, fun. and that'd be a lot oh, of fun. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, I'm still, I, I mean, we got to hang out. The wedding is still happening, right? Like, uh, are we still, are we still set for the date? Well, we're worried about it. Yeah, we're the, not sure. Because of the whole, yeah. Yes, because of the COVID thing and the, the venue is like pushing other weddings back. And so it's it just, to be determined right now. Yeah, yeah it's it, to be determined. But And putting your money into it right now, it's very hard. Like, oh, yeah. 
it's like scary because when it's a big limbo, right? Yeah, you sign contracts and like they say non-refundable, but that's before COVID was even a thing. So it's Uh, like, um, and they're not available for like different days. It's so, it's hard. It's crazy with everything that's going, I mean, it's still going to happen, but it it is crazy with the times right now. So Mm -hmm. I completely get where, what's going on with that. But either way, I want to see you guys soon and. I mean, you guys are just fuck. I I love you guys. You guys are always fucking awesome to be around. And sorry, I curse a lot, but I just <laughs> appreciate you guys. So no. I need I need your energy. I need to be around you guys. So please, let's plan something. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you, thank you so much for for talking to us today, especially in this more like uh, not professional. I wouldn't say, but just being on our podcast. No. I appreciate you uh, talking with us and your it was breath fun. of fresh air. It was a lot of it fun. Was, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I appreciate you guys. And I just want to say, I am so like happy and just very very like as a friend just proud of how you guys have continued the podcast and everything you're doing and to just stay true to who both of you are and where you're at in life i just wanted to say that thanks josh that means a lot to us and we feel the same about you yeah Yeah. we love you yeah you haven't you've never changed who you are so we love you uh keep doing your thing we support and we're rooting for you Mm -hmm. um and we just wish you the best same, same. All Love right. you guys. Love you too, buddy. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye, friends. Bye. 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 Josh is always so much fun. Yeah, he is. Um, okay, so we are going to read the review of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away. It is from Lux of Lynn. The title is Love the Way the Conversations Flow, Five Stars. The thing I look forward to most in your podcast is what you guys are going to talk about with each other. It's always random, hilarious, and I love that nothing is planned. Great <laughs> conversations, and you two are the best people to listen to, Hart. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for... I love that. <laughs> I love that you appreciate that it's not planned because it's fun that way and exciting, and we've never had these conversations like privately. Well, I think that what we did one time was uh, we, we tried to plan out or listen to the... Uh, podcast right like we did it oh my gosh and then we're like "Ooh, we don't like how that sounded let's try it again and keep the same topics and then we were stepping over each other on things we had already said and like it was like stole my idea no it's like not no time out, time out it wasn't that i stole her idea is that she forgot to mention, mention that my thought point. and then so i had to bring it up and then she felt some type of way because she's so, like now people think that you came up with it and i was like <laughs> i don't know how else would i was supposed to bring it into the conversation well you know what that was back then this is now and we we ended up keeping the first one we recorded. Yes, we did. And we learned that the best conversations just kind of flow. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you plan too much, it's kind of like a, a speech or something. Yeah. You, imagine going to a date. You yeah. already pre-rehearsed <laughs> what you were going to say the whole time. But I do think people do benefit from planning podcasts. I think we're pretty lucky. Well, okay. If there's something that we want to talk about oh, yeah, per we'll se, with, especially with guests, I have like kind of an outline mm-hmm. of the things that I want to bring up and talk about, right? Yeah. That's being prepared, but yeah. not actually scripting out like, oh, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to say this. and Because you never know what somebody's going to repeat back to you, right? So you kind of got to flow like water. Yeah, you're really good at that. Huh? Huh? Flow like water. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys yeah. so, so much. Uh, <laughs> please rate, review, and subscribe. The easiest way is on op- Apple Podcasts. You can do that little purple app on your iPhone, or you can go online. Uh, you can listen to this wherever you listen to your podcasts here, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. You can always go to www.cococalientepodcast.com. You can listen there, and you can also check out our merchandise. Don't forget to follow us at Coco Caliente Podcast on Instagram and at Coco Caliente pod on twitter wow that was good thank you thank you thank you